The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. House Witches, yeah. <laughs> So we've discussed our Rise and Science in depth. Now we can discuss all the other ones. But because we don't personally relate to these ones or know about these ones, I think what we should do is just kind of quickly go mm -hmm. through them um, for time, but also just to get them kind of down and done and all that sort of stuff. And then at the end, we can kind of talk about what we think about those. Should we do that? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So let's do Gemini Rising first because we were talking about Gemini. So a Gemini Rising sign for all those Gemini Rising listeners, um, they are always questioning and learning and they seem young and alive no matter what their chronicle age is. Their mind is always alert, curious, flexible and open to new experiences. Their Gemini rising sign gives them a childlike enthusiasm for anything new and they learn easily, but they also get bored rather quickly. And that's kind of like a quality of Gemini is they are learners, but they get bored. Um, they can be something of a scatterbrain. They tend to have so many ideas and irons in the fire that it's hard to keep track of them all. Um, they crave and need variety, change, mental stimulation, and an active social life. So I know this is Gemini rising, but there are traits of Gemini sun in that as well. Um, and very briefly, um, your chart is obviously your um, sun and your rising and you know that sort of stuff but you also have your midheaven and you have your i think it's called immunium column i might have to double check that but it's the ic at the bottom of the chart so your midheaven is the kind of what's above you and what you're heading towards whereas what's below it is um your foundations so mine is a gemini and there are parts of gemini i relate to it might not be completely relating to that and especially mine because in my chart is empty so i don't really have to kind of deal with anything there um but kind of they are my foundations and i can kind of see a bit of aquarius in gemini you know with the whole projects and the ideas and that sort of stuff um and i, I quite like gemini as a sign i i can it's only my that's my only gemini placement i have nothing else like that so it's very much a fa it is in the right place it's a foundation but it's interesting i i quite like gemini did where do you have a gemini placement anywhere I was going to say, yeah, I have got Gemini in something, but I can't quite remember what it is. But I've also got Gemini in something called the Black Lilith, which I'm still not entirely sure about. But it's something like the like the really like darkest part of the chart, the Black Lilith. All I know is that that's in Gemini, but I can't remember exactly what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. So research that and then we can um talk about that because that's quite interesting i don't i don't think i know where mine my lilith placements are mm. going back to the rising um gemini rising are articulate clever often funny and witty i know a gemini and she is very funny um they're always refreshing and interesting conversationalists they enjoy meeting and interacting with a variety of different people and thanks to gemini rising they are friendly flirtatious and charming in a light playful way and no matter how badly um they may be feeling they never appear heavy or somber they have a sense of humor and a sense of perspective that prevents them from taking themselves or life too seriously um, and in general, they respond to life intellectually and objectively rather than emotionally, and they may not empathize with people very much. 
Um, a Gemini rising don't like to be weighed down with too much responsibility or with others' emotional burdens. And furthermore, if a Gemini rising cannot understand something reasonably and logically, they are likely to ignore it. This often includes their own and other people's irrational feelings, desires, and needs. Gemini, you can see this kind of kind of Aquarian traits and that sort of stuff. There are parts of Gemini I do find in myself. Um, so I'd be interested to find out where your Gemini placements are. So that would be good to know about um, eventually. There's at least one Gemini in something, but I'll have to double check. Yeah. But let's go back to Aries now. So Aries um, is where the zodiac wheel starts. Um, so an Aries rising sign meets life head on and throws themselves into new experiences with cess and enthusiasm. They can be direct, straightforward, assertive, and usually completely above board in all their dealings. They are candid and incapable of guile, insecurity, or phoniness. They project a confident and sometimes arrogant appearance to others. They often lack tact and sensitivity and can be completely oblivious to others' needs or act inadvertently selfish. They're self-reliant and don't depend upon social approval and reinforcement as much as other people do. They like to be original and do not mind going it alone. They may feel that they do not fit into groups very well and that they do not naturally blend in and cooperate with others very easily. Um, they either like to be a leader or a loner. A Taurus rising sign. So um, they, I wonder if you see anything in this rising sign, Laura, because obviously it's your moon. So that would be good to know about. Um, but they're a Taurus rising sign, are sensible and they have a realistic outlook on life. And their two feet are always planted firmly on the ground. Because of Taurus rising, others often see you as a rock of strength. They are solid, reliable, dependent, and constant. They're amazingly consistent. They possess great powers of endurance and do not like to make changes or adjustments in regular routine. I see that in you sometimes. <laughs> um, would you agree? Well, I'm not Taurus rising, but there is some of that is in the moon. Um, but I think the Taurus moon is a little bit different. I think it talks more about the more like emotional side of it. So there, there was some of that, like the stability and the routine that is in Taurus in general, as well as the moon. Um, but I think the moon it explains more about like, um, like the emotional side of them. It seems like there are things kind of that relate to the rising but can relate to either the sun or the um uh, the moon as well because obviously it's the energy of it isn't it you know it just kind of um puts itself out there in a different way depending where it is so the cancer rising sign they appear gentle and soft and they act rather reserved with others until they know them well they know that person well and they feel like it's safe to be open to them kind of a bit like scorpio i suppose um they have a strong need for emotional security and a sense of belonging and are deeply attached to the past because of cancer rising making radical changes or moves away from what is known and safe can be very painful and difficult for them and they tend to cling and hold on to people memories or possessions of personal or sentimental significance they approach life emotionally and subjectively and are sensitive to the emotional atmosphere in and around them um, they're instinctive and not very rational they are often unable to give a clear simple explanation for their actions something simply feels right or it simply doesn't so that's that the leo rising sign um again you've got qualities of being proud and a little bit vain and they like to be impressive and be seen as somebody special so um i can get why you would think that is part you would almost assume that would be my 
Ryzen sign. You know, there are parts of that that I see yeah. um, in myself. But a Leo Ryzen is not timid. They're not meek. They're not, they're not self-effacing. And they're really con- uh, content being in the background or in the subordinate position. And um, they're really, like, as in, they don't want to be in the background. A Leo Ryzen makes them a natural leader. Mm-hmm. And they do not take orders from others very well. And again, I don't take orders from others very well. So, you know it is weird (laughs) they must have something of their own something creative be it a business a club a home or a hobby that they can develop and manage according to their own will and vision whatever they do they do it in a unique dramatic individual way they like to put their own personal stamp on it they have a very strong sense of dignity self-respect and personal honor and are deeply offended if someone treats them in a humiliating or dishonorable way you are normally too proud to kind of confront that person because they've offended you, but you will lose any respect you've had for them. And kind of like, um, you know, like you, you just dismiss that person straight away. They, they've hurt you and that's that, you know, might trip me once, but you're not going to trip me twice sort of thing. Yeah, there is a lot of Leo rising energy. I do feel like I have. Yeah, I think I can, I can relate to some of that as well. Like, you know, most of it I can't relate to, but some of it, because um, I don't like taking orders. I don't really like. I never really liked authority and the idea of people being above you. I've never really liked that either. And a big part of Leo is holding grudges against people and like you know not forgiving people easily. So I can relate to some of that. So the Virgo rising sign, mm-hmm. they can be modern, um, modern. They can be modest and obtrusive and often rather mm-hmm. quiet or shy. They're a person who is content to be in the background or to serve as an assistant in the supporting role rather than in the lead. They're quite humble um, and they seek perfection with a tendency to be overly self-critical. No matter how well they do something, they always see the flaws in it and how it could be improved. Um, it sounds a bit like Lawrence Cheney. So maybe um, maybe we should look into Lawrence Cheney's birth chart. Interesting about that. Um, I I was thinking about Drag Race and their star signs the other day. Um, we could talk about this like you know <laughs> in more depth later on. But I noticed that Ahura was a Virgo and Chase is a Gemini, and Ahura is really like analytical, like hard on themselves and then Chase is really just like fun and like doesn't really care and that you know like yeah like um, the horror is more like thoughtful and like analytical and because they even like spoke about living together and the horror was like oh well Chase is like a Gemini she's like just fun you know he just doesn't really care about anything you know about what people think um, but he was more, but Hall was more like sensitive. So yeah, I was thinking about that the other day about their star signs. I googled just now what um, Lawrence Cheney's um, star sign is, and um, she is a mm. Libra. Oh okay, yeah. That, see, Libra for me doesn't really tell me that much because all I know is that it's about like balance and harmony. And they kind like, of you know, Libras not drama and peace. Yeah, um, Libras are very like caring people and also Libras tend to be um, kind of these people who like everyone to kind of be on their side and like kind of you know 
kind of, like you say, peace, harmony. They don't like any confrontation, all of that sort of stuff. Um, so a Libra rising sign, mm-hmm. they're naturally diplomatic. They're reasonable, tolerant, fair, and they're always willing to listen to varying viewpoints. Even if they strongly disagree with someone, they will try and find points of similarity and agreement rather than emphasizing the differences. They often avoid taking an extreme or one-sided stance on anything. And because of Libra rising, um, they have a strong desire for harmonious and pleasant relationships and express a spirit of cooperation, compromise, friendship and fairness. They very much want to be liked. And because of their need for approval and acceptance, they are easily influenced by others' opinions, especially when they're young. And they want to please so often that they will suppress their own intense or um, bad feelings um, in order not to offend others. So that is a Libra and it comes into their rising sign as well. You know, they are, it is balanced, you know, they are there to kind of, kind of be there and not offend anyone or put a foot wrong. They just want to be loved. Yeah, that makes sense. And I suppose you can kind of like relate that to other signs as well. Like, it sounds like you know a bit of a Virgo, a bit of a Cancer. Uh, it's got a bit of everything. So going on to Sagittarius rising signs, um, they can be high spirited, enthusiastic. They love adventure. They love change. They love exploring new territory, and they're not happy confined to the same safe, familiar, secure little world all the time. They have a strong restlessness and yearning for something greater than anything they've experienced. And they often live in dreams and visions. They are idealistic, optimistic. They always expect something better ahead. And they love to have a goal, something to aim for. But once they achieve it, they're on to something else. Um, They're on to looking for new opportunities and they're willing to take risks and break new ground. The possibility of discovering something new is what makes life interesting for a Sagittarius rising. Well, it does, yeah, because, and again, this goes to my Jupiter placement. So, you know, everything I do kind of goes towards my midheaven and my Jupiter placement, which is in Sagittarius. And Jupiter is all about expansion and growth and new opportunities and dreams and visions and all of that sort of stuff. And it's in its home. Jupiter is in its home as the ninth house in its home sign of Sagittarius. So I think even though I, that's not my big three, it's such a big influence in my chart that there is a Sagittarius rise in not element well yeah Sagittarius element to who I am really yeah exactly yeah and if you find out that you've got a lot of that in your chart although it's not in the in the big three it's still there just as much as the big three yeah it is and that's why the birth chart is so important because you can't just put it down to those big three signs you know you've got a whole chart mm. <laughs> and some are more powerful than others <laughs> yeah like really yeah yeah (laughs) um so a capricorn rising um they can be cautious prudent and rather self-contained and they're a person who approaches life realistically and who is not inclined to take foolish chances or get carried away by the overly optimistic or idealistic schemes of starry-eyed dreamers that is totally not me um yeah capricorn rising are rather worldwide at a fairly young age they're often sometimes a bit of a cynic. The world doesn't seem like a safe, friendly place to them. And they tend to approach life in a guarded, conservative manner. And they are generally calculating, careful, and really spontaneous, fluid, open, and childlike. Um, and reading that like kind of annoys me. And I, a Capricorn and Aquarius is just not a good match at all. They're complete opposites and not in, not in the good way like Leo and Aquarius are. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds 
that sounds a little bit like a bit of Taurus, a little bit of Virgo, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole cautious side of it. I know um, Capricorns, I didn't know much about Capricorns, but I see a lot of um, like memes on social media about Capricorns being like the most boring sign of the zodiac. So you feel quite bad for them because Capricorns are always like, oh, like we're always called the boring ones because like nobody knows who we are. Yeah, and I'm not surprised that they're called that because <laughs> like, you know, it, when you read that sort of thing and when you think of <laughs> those sort of qualities, it is a bit like, oh, come on, like live a little, but that's just who they are. <laughs> when... Yeah, it's interesting that that annoys you. Oh, yeah, it does. It does annoy me. And I think it's because I'm more of this (laughs) type of person that's like, come on, like, we're here to live. Let's just bloody do something. Let's just be spontaneous. Let's have fun. Whereas the Capricorn's a bit like, uh, no. (laughs) That's interesting because some of my charts, again, I can't remember exactly, you know, what, which part, but a lot, there's something that comes up in my chart that says that I get annoyed by overly confident people. And like people who are like too like talkative and like you know full of themselves, which is like the opposite of what you just said. But I don't think that you're like that. You're confident in like you know like not an annoying way. Thanks. Um, that is good to hear actually, because sometimes I feel like <laughs> I've become that person. <laughs> yes. No, it's a, it's a different kind of confidence. No, I think they like people who are like different to them, like introverts maybe being a bit intimidated by extroverts I think that's what they meant yeah yeah I think that is right because that is that's an annoyance of mine as well so I I do get annoyed with that and um what I'm trying to find out when you say about our Capricorn um thing we have that lot of Capricorn placements because Mm. of our generation so we have our Uranus and Neptune in Capricorn because that's just a lot of people kind of born around that time will have that so um that we will have that but i have my venus in capricorn which is interesting oh yeah mine is yeah 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 and that that's all about like venus is the planet of love and relationships and things so there's kind of a weirdness there yeah yeah so it is capricorn's a a weird one but you mentioning you mentioned a few times how like one sign kind of sounds like it's built on another well that is actually like kind of a true um theory so you've got the fire water earth and air signs you've got the beginning of fire which is Aries then you've got mm-hmm. um the beginning water sign which is Pisces then you've got the beginning earth sign which is Taurus then you've got the beginning air sign which is Aquarius but then it yeah. kind of kind of goes around in this sort of um thing so when Aries goes into Leo Leo has got Aries qualities then Leo goes into Sagittarius and Sagittarius has got those Leo and Aries qualities and it goes to all the other signs Pisces becomes Cancer Cancer becomes Pisces that sort of thing you know cancer takes from Pisces and then Scorpio takes from both cancer and Pisces and etc Taurus Virgo Virgo takes from Taurus Capricorn takes from Virgo to Taurus do you know what I mean yeah yeah it's interesting how Aries is the first although I still don't get why it can't just start in January like it starts you know it would make more sense to start at the start of the year but anyway Aries is the first there's and a they're reason. They're really like strong and like don't show emotion. Yeah, and yeah. I, I hate myself for not knowing what that reason is. I have come across why there's a reason it starts with Aries, um, and I hate myself for not knowing that. But um, there is a reason why it starts in 
in <laughs> April. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, you've got you've got Aries at the start, and then you've got Pisces at the end. That's the complete opposite, and they're like the most emotional and sensitive people of the zodiac. So I've only I didn't actually think of that before, but I've only, I'm only realizing now that you've got Aries at the start, and then you've got the complete opposite right at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, and end. that's that's how it all works, and that's when it becomes so like kind of fascinating when you kind of realize how it works mm-hmm. so well. Um, but the reason for Aries starting yeah. off the um, kind of uh, wheel is because of the spring equinox. So um, it's the spring equinox is the beginning of the new zodiac year. So Aries, the first sign, is the sign of new beginnings. Basically, that's why we start with Aries. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah, I, I always thought, you know, can we watch this start in the new year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so we're in Pisces season right now, so it's fitting to end on the Pisces rising sign. Mm. So Pisces rising are gentle, sensitive person, mm. people with a deep understanding of people, um, and they're very tolerant, accepting, non-judgmental, and and they bring that approach to life in a noisy competitive atmosphere they are receding and withdrawn because they're not aggressive and they're not forceful and they intensely dislike conflict in fact a pisces risings tend to be somewhat passive to watch to observe to reveal and to know but to act little um letting things resolve or work themselves out in their own way rather than directing or forcing their will upon them is often their way of dealing with problems a pisces rising may have a deeply religious or spiritual feeling about life not in the orthodox sense it says but rather in an intuitive sense and they need peaceful surroundings in order to flourish and periods Mm -hmm. of quiet solitude and and they are those sort of things are essential for their emotional balance and well-being um so yeah that's kind of a pisces rising there's a bit more to it but um they can also be quite like intelligent people, but because of that, they don't really have a rational, logical approach towards life. And also like Pisces is kind of like out there, you know, Pisces aren't here with us. They're kind of somewhere else all the time sort of thing. Yeah, I like Pisces. I think they're one of my favourite signs. I just find them like really interesting of just how like sensitive they are. And you know, when you do these like quizzes, like, um, oh, which sign are you really? Like how much of a Pisces are you? And you always get, like, you tick a lot of them off the list and you're like, oh, like, I can relate to that. Maybe I should be a Pisces. But, yeah, for some reason, they're, they're the, like, one of the signs that I find the most interesting. Yeah, that, that's, that's, I can see why that is your favourite. That is kind of our overview of the rising signs. And obviously we were biased towards Aquarius and Leo because we talked about them quite a lot. <laughs> um, but, um, and Scorpio, of course. Yeah. For those who have listened, uh, thanks very much for listening. Let us know what your rising sign is and kind of how you relate to that rising sign. Um, but also um, let us know if you want to talk about things in more detail. I, again, we've spoke about it before. We plan to do whole episodes on just each sign on its own. So, you know, there's there's so much more to talk than just that brief overview I got from tarot.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of this sort of brief overview. I hope you enjoyed that overview. Um, and, yeah, you know, keep rising, keep fighting, keep living your life, stay safe, have yeah. the best time. And, yeah, Hun, anything else you'd like to add? Just find out what time you were born, pretty much, and just look into your birth chart, you know, something to do, a new hobby. 
astrology. Exactly that. Find out what time you were born, find out your whole birth chart and realize you are not just your sun sign. No, like, yes, you're a complex being. Literally. Yeah, 100%. Well, thanks everyone for listening. As usual, share this podcast, tell your friends, tell your fam, tell your cats, tell your dogs, tell the planets, tell the spirits, tell the ghosts, tell every living being. Tell Bimini Bamboulash, tell Lawrence Cheney, tell everyone, tell RuPaul, tell them to listen to our... Tell them to listen to our (laughs) podcast, share this podcast, give us some ratings. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week um, for our next episode, um, which I feel like should probably be Pisces season before we go into the moon because we're in Pisces season. Yeah, sure. Happy Pisces season, everyone. Tell us how it's affecting you. And happy birthday to any Pisces out there. (laughs) Yeah, happy birthday, Pisces. We um, stand. So thanks for listening. See you guys soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.